Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, guys. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Rieli, for those who don't know me, and I teach English as a second language. I teach you how to communicate in English with quality and confidence. On today's video, I'm going to teach you about nouns. I think it is very, very important for you to understand nouns in English, why to use it, when to use it, and types of nouns. That will help you make your sentences better, avoiding silly mistakes. Grammar rules change from one language to another language. And sometimes when you start studying English, you dive into other topics and you forget all about the basics. That is why I think it's so, so important for you who do not speak English as your native language to understand nouns, prepositions, and all of those things that are part of speech in English. That way, you know how to make sentences that make sense and also make sentences that are complete. Sometimes when I'm speaking with students or other people, I notice that they forget sometimes the preposition or they use the wrong preposition. Sometimes they use the wrong adjective because they use an adjective instead of using an adverb. Sometimes it's missing information, it's missing a noun. So that is why I think it is so, so important for you to understand that before you move on to tenses and all of those things that are more complicated. Also, understanding the basics will give you a better foundation to understand something that is more complicated. So without further ado, let's dive in into our PowerPoint, which is not a PowerPoint, but it's a Canva presentation. Also, I'm going to play some videos for you today so you can practice your listening and see how we use nouns in real conversations. And also we're going to have a quiz. I'm also going to leave all the links and the materials from this class in the description box down below. So if you have not subscribed or liked this video at this point, do so right now. Hit the subscribe button right now, subscribe to my channel, and also like this video to support my work. Okay, so let's go. First, what are nouns? Nouns name things. For example, a table, rice, bowl, a store. It can be my name, Drielli, son, or car. So nouns name things and people. Proper nouns will name specific people such as Drielli and Taylor Swift and will also name organizations, companies such as McDonald's and my English course, my company, O Segredo da Fluencia, The Secret of Fluency. It is important to know that because proper nouns, whenever we are writing, we are going to capitalize the first letters. For example, Taylor has a capital T and Swift a capital S. Capital, it means that the letter is bigger. Let's look at McDonald's. The M is capitalized. The D is also capitalized. My company's name, O Segredo, 
capitalized influencer capitalized so it is important to know that because when you're writing you have to capitalize proper nouns we also have common nouns nouns that describe things that don't belong to anyone right so there are there they name things for example tree tv board and elephant here you have the capital t because i'm starting a sentence so whenever you start a sentence the first letter of the first word needs to be capitalized so tree but if it's in a sentence tree wouldn't be capitalized tv here is capitalized because it's an acronym so it's short for television and if it's in a sentence television doesn't have a capital t we also have concrete nouns and that is very simple and easy to memorize because something concrete is something that you can touch it's tangible you can go and touch a tree you can go and touch a board you can go and touch the television and you can go and touch the elephant right so those are tangible things you can touch and they also have physical properties because water have physical properties and also can touch water so I would say the water is a concrete noun. We also have abstract nouns, things that you cannot touch. They are intangible, such as information. Can you touch information? No. Can you touch height? Height, for example, I'm tall, so that is my height. What is your height? Oh, I'm 5'7 feet. So height, I cannot touch height. I cannot touch emotion. Those are abstract nouns, things that you cannot really touch. A feeling, feeling you cannot touch. We have countable nouns, nouns that you can count. We can have one individual and we can have multiple of the same. Usually countable nouns, we can say one, two, three and the noun will receive a s at the end of the word so for example i have one chair or i have two chairs i can have one finger and i can have two fingers can you name more countable nouns for me right now can you say those names out loud great we also have uncountable nouns nouns that we don't count we cannot say one or two and there are many many words that are uncountable for example t i cannot say one t two t's i say t i say t i can say however one cup of tea in two cups of tea because the word cup is a noun it's a countable noun therefore i can use an s to indicate plural so i can say one cup and two cups usually we say one cup of tea or two cups of tea but i don't say one tea or two teas information i cannot say oh i have one information i have two information usually i say i have a lot of information a lot of a lot of information why is important to know about countable and non-countable nouns because countable i can change my noun to be plural and i'm going to use plural verbs for example, there are two chairs in the room. There are, there are, plural, chairs, plural. And I can also say there is one chair in the room. There is 
singular because I have one chair singular. I can also say there are many chairs in the room. Many, it is used to indicate a lot of something that is countable. Many chairs, many tables, many pens and pencils. But when we're talking about uncountable nouns, we cannot do that. I cannot say many tea. I say much tea. Much also indicates a great quantity of something, but for something that is uncountable, things that we cannot count. So I don't say, oh, I have many information. I have much information. And it is more common in spoken English, sometimes even writing, to say a lot of. I have a lot of information. I have a lot of good information. I have a lot of bad information. You see what I mean? So it is important to know because then you will be able to understand and know if you're going to choose much or many. And same things go for a few and little. Sugar. Can you count sugar? It would be very, very difficult for you to count sugar, right? So sugar is a non-countable noun. I do not say I have few sugar. That is odd. Few, we are going to use for countable nouns. I have few chairs in the room. I have a few chairs in the room. But sugar, I can say, I have little sugar. I have little sugar. Little, small quantity of something that I cannot count. So I use little for uncountable nouns. Also avoid making mistakes such as informations. There are many informations. Well, information is uncountable, therefore it doesn't go to plural, it stays singular. There is much or a lot of information, and that's it. There is singular, a lot of, because it's for uncountable nouns, indicating a great quantity of something or of information, and my word information doesn't have an S. We have collective nouns. One word that describes a lot of something that is in the same category. So the most common one is the word family. My family comprises my mother, father, sibling, my stepfather, my mother, my brother, my husband, and my uncle, five, and my dogs. So I have many people, right? Many, many people, people. Okay, people is also a noun. I have many people. But family, it is always describing these members of my family. So I use family to describe this group of people. I can use the word family singular when I'm talking about the family as a whole, as one unit. Or I can talk about family plural if I mean each individual in that family. More common is to use as a unit. So, for example, my family is kind. So, my family is, as a unit, kind. Another word would be staff. Staff. Staff describes uh, people who work for an organization. So, I can have the cleaning staff, maintenance staff. The teachers can be part of a staff. Staff. The staff is working hard. Is because it's describing the word staff, which is a collective noun, so it receives a singular verb, which is is. I don't say the staff are working hard. 
there are many other examples of this. So before we talk about why are nouns important, there is one thing that I forgot to include here, and it is about regular and irregular nouns. Irregular nouns will receive an S whenever they are in the plural form. For example, chair, chairs. Okay, so that is a regular noun. But there are nouns that can be plural but don't receive an S. They either change their form completely or they remain the same. For example, I had just thought of one word and I forgot about it. Okay, we have child and we have child and we have children. One child, two children. I count them, but what happens is that when child is plural, it doesn't receive an S. We do not say childs, but we say children. Children. I have one person. I have two people. It's countable. I can say one and two, but it doesn't receive an S. It changes its form completely. It goes from person to people. If I say two persons, it is incorrect when I mean that the person is plural. And also incorrect to say peoples when I'm talking about a number of persons. Persons, it is incorrect. incorrect. It gets confusing. You know what I mean? So, child, children, person, people. There are many others. But also there are nouns that can be countable. We can say one and two, but they don't change their form. So for example, look at this one. Deer, the animal deer. We say one deer and we say two deer. Mm -hmm. I say one deer, three deer. Yeah. Also the word fish, that one I discovered recently. I can say one fish, two fish. I don't say two fishes. Now, if we're talking about a fish that is in the same subspecies, I say singular. If I'm talking about different kinds of fishes, then I say fishes. So if I'm talking about the same kind, fish, fish. If I'm talking about different kinds, fishes. That is the difference. So now that you know that, Let's go back to our presentation. Why is it important to know about nouns? Well, first of all, you understand that we have countable, uncountable, that we cannot add an S in some nouns, add some nouns, and we have to change the form of other nouns, all of that. So that will help you make less mistakes. But also important to know that when you're making a sentence, Nouns are usually the subject and the receptors of an action. So in a sentence, we have subjects, verbs, objects, and all of those things. For this purpose, because I want to focus on nouns, I'm going to call everything after the verb a complement, okay? So I have my subject, and what is the subject? The person or thing performing the action. Subjects usually are nouns and pronouns. So I can say, Drielli works every day. The subject here is the proper pronoun, Drielli. Because who works? Because works is my verb. So who works? Drielli. Drielli works, okay? Every day I'm gonna call it a compliment. So a subject performs the action or experiences a state. And the subject can be a proper noun, a common noun, or a pronoun. A pronoun 
you will learn a little um, forward. Let's see. Yeah. Nouns can also behave as a object. The object is the thing or person receiving the action from the verb. You can also receive the action from the preposition. Okay? So, I am moving the table. Let's recognize the nouns here. Table. Table is a noun. I is the pronoun, the subject, who is performing the action of moving. What is being moved? What is receiving the action from the verb moving? Table. Table is a noun. It's a common noun, but it's also receiving the action, so we call it an object. Here, I put may verb because we also have am, and am is also a type of verb, but here we call it an auxiliary verb. But I don't want to dive in into that right now, so I, that's why I put it here, main verb and a noun. Nouns can also be substituted by a pronoun. So whenever we use a pronoun, it's substituting a noun. So for example, Drielli is moving the table, Drielli is happy. Instead of being so repetitive, I can just substitute my proper name, Drielli, which is a proper noun, for a pronoun, she. She is moving the table. So in the first sentence, we have two nouns. We have Drielli, a proper noun. We have table, a common noun. A common, regular, countable noun. And also, it's concrete because I can touch. So, Drielli, this noun, performing the action. Table, this noun, receiving the action. I can say, she is moving the table. Pronouns are all of those words that we say, I, you, he, she, it, they, we, you, your, me, her, his, itself, um, us. Those are all pronouns. So, that will help you make better sentences. If I say, Drielli is moving, question mark, Drielli is moving what? Oh, I need more to understand. In this case, I need a noun, the table. Drielli is moving the table. Even if you're learning English, you can say, Drielli is moving table, because later on, you will learn about the determiners, the articles, which is the. Let's practice. Let's watch um, this video here. As I said, this material will be left um, in the description box. So if you click on the link, you will be taken to the presentation. And on the presentation, you have the links to click on. To access the videos, all you have to do is to click it twice. Okay? So let's watch this one because it's shorter. And I want you to pay attention to the counts, non-counts, types of nouns, and how they are using the nouns in a sentence. Where are the tomatoes? Here they are. And where's the cheese? Here it is. And how about the eggs? Where are the eggs? Here they are. Don't drop them. Don't worry. Do you need anything else? Yes, where's the milk? It's right here. Hmm, let me see. Oh, yes, is there any celery? Yes, here it is. What are you making? Count non-count casserole. 
What? Count non-count casserole. It's a recipe in this new cookbook. Here, take a look. It looks delicious. It's healthy, too. It's full of nutritious nouns. What else do you need? I think I have everything else. Here are the onions. Here are the beans. Here's the salt. And here's the pepper. So you have all the nouns you need? I do. This count non-count casserole is going to be great. I can't wait to taste it. Let's make an apple pie for dessert. Mm. Sorry, we can't. There aren't any apples. Hmm. hmm. Let's make sandwiches for lunch. Sorry, we can't. There isn't any bread. Hmm. Thirsty. Can we make some fresh lemonade? Fresh lemonade? Hmm, that sounds pretty good, Jimmy, but I'm afraid there aren't any lemons. <laughs> oh, well, I guess if there aren't any lemons, there isn't going to be any lemonade. I'm afraid not. Can we make some fresh orange juice? I don't think so, Jimmy. There aren't any oranges. Hmm. How about a milkshake? There isn't any milk. You know what, Dad? I'm just going to have a glass of water. Me too. And do you know what we're going to do after that? No, what? We're going to go to the supermarket. Good idea, Dad. Okay, that was great. So here we could learn some nouns, right? We have tomatoes. So I have one tomato. I have two tomatoes. There are tomatoes in their house. There are tomatoes, blah, blah, blah. Now, they also showed, I'm going to remove the audio here so I can speak on top of it. Um, and here the tomatoes. Now, he's going to ask for some cheese. Some, the word some. We say some for those that we cannot count. For example, oh, I want some cheese. Some because I cannot say two cheeses. I can say two slices of cheese, but I cannot say two cheeses. Right? When, when I'm talking about the same kind of cheese. So cheese, in this case, is a non-count. I don't say one cheese and two cheeses. Um, there isn't any cheese. Isn't because I cannot count. Now, eggs, eggs I can count. One egg, two eggs. And I say them to reference eggs. Don't drop them. But I cannot say milks. One milk and two milks. It's uncountable. So, one milk, two milk. We don't say that. Some milk. I need some milk. I can say two boxes of milk. Celery, it's a type of vegetable. And also, I non-count. I don't say one celery and two celeries. So, celery. I need celery. So he's making a casserole, which is a, I don't, it's not a dish that I like. 
onions and beans are vegetables you can count, but salt, just as sugar, you cannot count, or pepper. Right, you cannot say one pepper, two pepper, one salt, two salt, one sugar, two sugar. So here you learned more non-count and count nouns. It's important to know because I can say some or a few, or little, or much, or many. Also to understand if it's aren't or isn't. Aren't for plural, isn't for singular. If it's a non-count, it will be singular. There aren't apples. There isn't bread. Bread, I have many slices of bread, but bread is a non-count. Now he's going to talk about lemonade. So lemonade, it's a type of juice. I can say lemons to make a lemonade. I don't say lemonades, lemonades. No, I say lemonade. Lemonade, it is a non-count. I don't have lemonade. We don't have a lot of lemonade left. We don't have much lemonade left. I can say orange juice. I cannot say orange juices. Orange juice. Can I have many orange juices? Can I have much? Or I don't have much orange juice in milkshake. So here you learned a little bit more of vocabulary. Let's go down to the quiz. So identify the concrete noun in the sentence. She likes pizza, boring, and friendship. What do you think it is? I'll give you some time to think about it. You can also pause the video. So it's asking for a concrete noun. Concrete noun that you can touch. Can you touch friendship? No. Can you touch the feeling worrying? No. Can you touch she? Yes, but she is a pronoun, not a noun. Can you touch a pizza? Yes, you can touch a pizza. So that is a correct answer. Congratulations. Identify the concrete nouns in the sentence. We hang out at the pool. To hang out is to spend some time with other people. So right now, I'm hanging out with you. I'm spending some time with you. So we, pronoun, hang out, a phrasal verb, at, a preposition, the is an article, pool is a noun. Can you touch a pool? Yes, you can touch a pool. So pool is the correct answer. Identify the common noun in the sentence. Dogs scared Eric after he was bitten on Evanston Avenue. What is the common noun? Well, Eric is the name of a person. And Evanston Avenue, it's a name of a street. A proper noun. Even though dogs are capitalized, it's capitalized because it's at the beginning of a sentence. So dogs is a common noun. Identify the common noun in the sentence Fred and Lisa play badminton at Whitman Playfield. Okay, so common noun, things that are general, right? So Fred and Lisa are proper nouns. They name people. Whitman Playfield, well, it's a organization or maybe someone's house or a street. Either way, it is a proper noun. Common noun would be the name of the game because play here is my verb. So that would be badminton. Identify the common noun. 
Nina went to Shoreline Singing Cafe and sang eight songs. Nina, proper noun, Shoreline Singing Cafe, it's the name of the store. And so, song here would be your comment noun. Identify the proper noun in the sentence. One of my favorite places to ski in this state is Crystal Mountain. It is easy to determine which one is the proper noun, because here it's capitalized. So we know that Crystal Mountain is the proper noun. What is an ab abstract noun? Any noun that cannot be recognized through the senses. Any noun used to describe abstract art. Any noun that can be counted. Any noun that cannot be counted. So, in abstract now, we cannot recognize it through our senses. We cannot touch. And touch is a sense, is a feeling. What is a concrete noun? Any noun that describes a type of building material. Any noun that describes a person, place, thing, or idea. Any noun that describes something harder than concrete. Any noun that can be recognized through any of the five senses. Well, if abstract now cannot be recognized through senses, it means that concrete can. What type of noun names a specific person, place, or thing? Noun, proper noun, pronoun, common noun. Well, we have the word specific. So, it means that we're naming a people, in a, a person, a specific organization. So, it's a proper noun. What type of noun gives a general term for a person, place, or thing? Concrete noun, compound noun, collective noun, common noun. I haven't taught you about compound noun because it was irrelevant for my lesson today. Well, a general noun, it's a common noun. Is the noun in red concrete or abstract? The dog quickly ran to his owner. So, the noun dog, is it concrete or abstract? Concrete, because I can touch the dog. Is the noun in red concrete or abstract? The dog ran into the cave. The noun cave is abstract or concrete? Can you touch a cave? Yes, you can touch a cave. So it's concrete. Is the noun in red concrete or abstract? The student showed great courage during his speech. So courage, a noun, is it concrete or abstract? Yes, can you touch courage? No, you cannot touch courage, so it's abstract. Is the noun in red concrete or abstract? During the exploration, the team discovered a new type of lizard. Exploration. Can you touch exploration or no? 
No, I cannot touch exploration. It's an abstract now. Is the noun in red concrete or abstract? As the students approach scary acre acres, you could see the fear on their faces. The word fear is a noun, but is it concrete or abstract? Can you touch fear? No, you can feel fear. You cannot touch it. So it's abstract. And I'm going to stop here. We do have six more questions. No, five more questions. I thought it was 22. It's 20. We have five more questions, but I'm not going to finish. This video is super long and my editor is going to kill me. But I hope you enjoyed. If you want to play more quizzes, I'm going to leave two in the description box down below. So click on it and go play the quizzes and go understand more about now so you can make sentences better and with less mistakes, less silly mistakes. So if you like this video, don't forget to subscribe to my channel and also to hit the thumbs up to support my work. I hope to see you in the next video. Bye bye.